Welcome to Gen Z Matters, where we bring our perspectives to the world. For our third episode, I am thrilled to be joining you guys with Michelle Zhao from the initiative Goals Inc. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing very well. I'm glad that you're doing well. Would you mind introducing Goals Inc. and kind of talking to us about that? Yeah, so GOALS stands for Girls' Opportunities and Leadership in STEM, and our mission is to help young girls specialize and grow their passion for STEM by introducing them to different fun STEM activities while pairing it with different presentations and engaging discussions on how they can immerse themselves deeper in STEM before they reach high school. And we also hold online webinars for older, maybe high school and college level women in STEM that are currently pursuing STEM careers to help them grow their network and connect with each other and discuss different topics such as their struggles with mental health and misogyny in STEM careers. Wow, that's amazing. The work that you guys are doing as an initiative is definitely really important. I think before coming to this discussion, I've done a bit of research about women in STEM fields, but in general, I think that the discussion we're going to have today, especially for the viewers, is going to be very enlightening. So thank you, Michelle, for introducing that. So I think before we go into talking about women in STEM specifically, we need to introduce STEM fields and the careers that those fields have given others opportunities for. So STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math, and it makes up part of the core curriculum that is taught in most schools. So. Michelle, what would you say has been your experience and Goals Inc. experience in STEM fields and what kind of careers do STEM fields usually lead into? So currently the entire leadership team, including myself at Goals, is pursuing STEM fields and careers at a high school level since we're all high schoolers. Our experience at our school with STEM fields and their education has been pretty good. There are a few minor issues that could be made better to enhance our experiences, but we're all very passionate about STEM fields. And for goals, we are very interested in introducing the young girls in our community to STEM because we know that in our middle school and elementary school experience, we did not have that exposure. And without maybe our older siblings introducing STEM to us, we may not have been interested in STEM fields. So usually with our workshops for the young girls that may not know what STEM fields are like or what STEM is at all, we usually try to start with relatively basic, simple experiments that can be done as fun, but also understandable um, activities at our workshops. But then we build up to more complicated, very complex, different specialized activities so that they can get more of a feel for maybe they're interested specifically in engineering. And so they can do more complicated engineering activities so that maybe they'll end up knowing that they want to pursue mechanical engineering in the future. Basically, we want to give them this basic foundation so that they can specialize once they're older. Wow, that's that's really, really great. I think that since STEM is such a huge field and it encompasses so many different interests, how you guys are introducing first a broad area and then specialties, that's really cool. It's kind of giving me a lot to think about. But 
I think that something else that should be noted is specifically in each area, what kind of career paths are open. So specifically, I know I attend biotechnology high school, which is kind of an integration of both the sciences and the technology areas of STEM. So bio kind of stands for the life sciences and technology is more of the integration of new inventions and developments in, bio in the biology field. So when dealing with science, there are many different branches such as biology, chemistry, which is the study of matter, and physics. There are so many areas just alone in that. And with engineering, which is kind of developing and innovating new kind of solutions for problems that already exist, there are several different categories, such as aerospace engineering, which has to deal with space, or chemical engineering, or mechanical, or electrical. So I think that the way that you guys are really introducing both the broad areas and the specific ones, and having those different exercises, it's really great. And it, again, it's given both myself and the viewers a lot to think about. So how would you say that STEM education is kind of being taught in schools? How is the education system bringing these subjects about? And in your opinion, are they being taught in the right way? So from my personal experience and with the development of society as of now, there have been many changes. And specifically for women in STEM, there have been a rise in initiatives such as goals and Gen Z matters to bring on the voices of younger women in STEM that are passionate about STEM, but are still kind of integrating more into society as society becomes more used to having women in STEM as a like normal topic. So with my experience as a woman pursuing STEM in high school, I feel like the education that I've gotten has been pretty good. At my school, I know that we, are considered a, a pretty decent school around my community. So I feel like the teachers have all been pretty passionate, although there have been some that maybe it seems like teaching was not their first choice of career. So I definitely think that I've learned a lot about both the STEM subjects, but also having fun while doing STEM related activities. I'm glad that you'll have experiences with teachers who are really passionate about the fields. So at my school, which is a very STEM-oriented school, a really interesting thing is that a majority of the student body is actually female. But I think that the other thing is that a lot of them are kind of, they want to go to a more biology-focused school because a lot of them want to mainly pursue healthcare. And I'm not saying at all that pursuing healthcare is kind of the wrong thing at all. I'm not saying that at all. But... What I am trying to say is that they don't really have the exposure or awareness of other kinds of STEM fields, such as engineering. So I think that kind of having teachers who are passionate about those various subjects, such as engineering, or not even just purely the sciences, but also math, coding classes, that could also help really raise that kind of awareness and the knowledge to other students, specifically women, who might not have that awareness in the first place. So... Another interesting point that I wanted to bring up is that a majority of the STEM education budget, specifically in public schools across the nation and even the world, their budget, it's sort of being cut and placed into other areas that the school might need it. But instead of having just mainly lecture-based courses, we could also try introducing more experiments in a science class or more hands-on ways to get the students to learn. 
And another thing is that STEM education is supposed to be very application-based. You're supposed to be able to take the concepts that you know and apply them because really the main understanding that is, uni that is unique but also similar to all STEM fields is the ability to think critically. But when we're actually considering how schools teach the application, they usually just bring up one point or two and then move on to learning the next concept. Where instead, I think something that could be fixed with the system is to focus more on applications. So how would you say that teachers could sort of educate or instruct students better when it comes to these STEM fields? Yeah, I definitely agree with the part with the application. I go to a public school and we recently had a change in our like head of administration. And in the past school year, I definitely felt like a lot of the budget was going more towards sports related things such as building a new turf field and building a football stadium. And I didn't really notice too much of like a budget cut with the STEM fields, but that might be because the teachers teaching those classes may have dealt with the budget cut really well and so that I didn't notice. But I definitely feel like the practical application part is the part that really helps me like absorb the knowledge and information because it takes what I learned in lectures or presentations and I get to do hands-on training and that's what really helps with my memory and really enhancing my knowledge. I definitely feel like a lot of my teachers are focused more on just cramming all of our lessons and all of our units that we need to learn within the year into the school year and making sure that we are ready to take our final or our midterm. I think they're a little too focused on just being able to say that they did teach everything to us. And I feel like that makes it really difficult for some people, especially with such like a different range of abilities and different STEM classes. I feel like a lot of people can get discouraged when the teacher might not really be teaching in a way that helps like those students specifically, and then they might struggle and become discouraged even further from pursuing STEM fields. Huh. Well, I think a lot of the points that you brought up about the budget and how the teachers are kind of experiencing and teaching STEM, I do agree with a lot of them. I think that mainly dealing with the budget and the way that STEM classes are being taught could help the issue that students aren't really interested in STEM education as much as they are focused on being done with the school day. Because as well as that, like our education system in general, it kind of focuses on a lot of lecture-based things rather than application, which can cause lack of interest in the subject fields later on. So now talking about women in STEM and connecting back to your initiative. How many women roughly are in various STEM fields and how are they treated? I'm not sure about any specific statistics, but I know the last time I checked to post some statistics on social media to raise awareness, I believe it was roughly 30% of people holding STEM careers were women. And I'm not sure what exactly the breakdown is on that, but that statistic alone should be concerning enough. I mean, like just thinking about it, it's roughly 50% male population, 50% woman population, obviously, in the world. And yet only 30% of the people holding the STEM jobs are women. And obviously, since the past, it has gotten better with promoting women in STEM and awareness on this disparity. 
but I definitely think that it's really important to just broaden the understanding on what opportunities that women truly have because I know without my like older sibling I might not know about all the different college majors or different types of education that I could be pursuing with STEM fields. I know I know of STEM, I know there's science, technology, engineering, and math, but beyond that, I just didn't really understand the specifics. What exactly do I have as science opportunities or technology opportunities? I just didn't really understand it that well. And that coupled with the misogyny that already existed with STEM careers, it's just like, I can completely understand how difficult it is to feel motivated or to not feel lost while pursuing these STEM fields. So currently I work in a lab at a local university where my mom works. And before I started working at that lab this summer, I didn't understand anything about research or pursuing a graduate degree or a PhD or anything like that. I knew that these degrees existed, but I just like had no idea about how they worked. But now that I've had this experience within this lab, I've seen that they do all of all sorts of types of experience or experiments with many different materials and so many different techniques. And their research is extremely immersive it's a biomedical engineering lab and before that i didn't even know that biomedical engineering was even like something that i could pursue or something that i would be interested in so i definitely think that raising awareness and getting young women to have these different experiences is really important because that's when you truly realize just how many opportunities you have and maybe you find something that you're interested in that you didn't know before. That's why at Goals, it's really important to us to introduce these young girls to various different activities, starting with broad to very specific activities to see what they could possibly be interested in. Yeah, I'm really glad that you actually brought up that summer experience that you were working on with biomedical engineering, because it's a great way to kind of apply the learning that you've been accumulating over your years in school into an actual lab experience, which is kind of the application things that we should be focusing on in our education system to begin with. And your goal, the goals initiative with bringing the education to younger students, especially girls, is once again amazing. I think that another one of the big things that's that like that women choose to pursue rather instead of going into necessarily STEM related careers, mo- more women are seen in fields such as education or childcare services, even social services and nursing, rather than having even that interest first in STEM fields. So what would you say are the barriers or what's, what, are, what usually holds women back from going into these STEM fields? So first and foremost, it's obviously that preconceived notion that women don't really belong in STEM, which is obviously something of the past and it has gotten much better in modern days, but it's still very like joked about, I feel like, like, if I say to some of my classmates that I have a nonprofit, that's an initiative to um, help young girls 
pursue STEM and it's about like women in STEM and everything, I feel like they might not take it as seriously as other things. And so I feel like that misogyny and that like being looked down upon, like that is just like, it's a terrible feeling. And it's just like, it really discourages young women to like pursue STEM. And that coupled with all the other things like struggling classes and not having that hands-on training and that application and those opportunities to enhance your knowledge really just like diminishes the interest and the passion that young girls might have in STEM. I feel like something that's really important is to have these opportunities like my summer internship where I get to watch these college students work on their extremely complex labs and also help them maybe do some more simple ex experiments so that I can enhance my experience and gain more knowledge. And I feel like that opportunity has really helped me realize that I do really enjoy working in the lab. Maybe biomedical engineering isn't the specific path that I want to choose, but it's made me realize that I do truly like the STEM fields and the working in the lab, the hands-on experience. So I feel like the barriers for young girls that are pursuing STEM is that there may not be that many opportunities to really experience what it is to be like a woman in STEM. Because before this summer internship, I just had no idea what real lab work was like because the types of labs that we do in high school are not very sciencey or too complex because it is at the high school level but i feel like these opportunities that have given me these hands-on training experiences and these applications have been really good at helping me grow my passion and realize that this is something that i want to pursue and despite the struggles that i may have i really like this career and i do want to pursue stem in the future so i definitely feel like the main barrier is that people just the young women don't know about the experiences or opportunities that they have even though there are so many opportunities such as uh, your podcast and the workshops that goals holds i feel like they are either one really just unaware of these opportunities or they just like don't utilize these opportunities. And so they don't really get to enhance their experience and grow their passion. Yeah, I think that the misogyny barrier that you were talking about, as well as like the lack of awareness are both really important points to bring up, specifically being the lack of awareness. I think that could be a huge contributor to, to why women are seen less in STEM fields but also specifically, there are many stereotypes rather than just misogyny about women's like ability to succeed in STEM, saying that women might not be as naturally like uh, they might not be naturally interested in it or might they might be worse at it. And there can be both the stereotypical differences and also educational differences. So in many kind of school settings, women might not have the again the initial awareness to even pursue STEM careers or STEM paths so they might choose a different educational career track and they won't have the ability to go into that more specialized STEM field so that they'd be able to figure out what they're truly interested in 
as well as that there can also be a bit more of the specific stereotypes around women than there are men. So the idea that women are more likely to be the primary caregivers is that balancing those work and career responsibilities would be really, really difficult, especially for many younger women who want to kind of start that family but also balance successful career it might be very hard. So that could also be another thing that drive women away. But I think that the important thing is that trying to find what you're interested in and make sure that you have more of that awareness for all different career paths at a younger age, it's really important. So specifically in that educational sort of setting, how can we create more welcoming spaces for women, both on the educational and the professional setting? So I definitely feel like, again, circling back to the hands-on application part of what we were talking about, having more experiences and opportunities for young women is a really hard point that I want to emphasize because that is, for me, that was, that's just the most fun part about STEM and that's what grows my passion the most. At, At the same time, it's also growing my knowledge and I'm gaining more very valuable experiences that will help me in my future pursuits. So I feel like to create a more welcoming and like a better space for women in STEM or young girls that want to pursue STEM is to just have more initiatives such as these that can help really immerse them and connect them with a network of people and similar young women that are also pursuing STEM so that they can really feel empowered and feel like they know what they're doing. So at my school, we have a club and at meetings, we sometimes we have speakers that will come in and talk about their experience as women in STEM or we'll have discussions about past women in STEM or tips to face the misogyny battles that we have as women in STEM. And we also plan out these workshops for the the middle schoolers at my school so that we can immerse them in the STEM fields and have them engage in fun activities so that they can gain more knowledge and experience in the STEM fields. So I definitely feel like having a network of people and being able to provide these opportunities for younger girls is very important. and providing a more empowering space for current and uh, aspiring women in STEM. I honestly couldn't have said it any better. Thank you, Michelle. So my last question to you is that if you had one pearl of wisdom or one piece of advice you would give a young girl who wants to pursue a STEM field, what would that be? My one piece of advice that I have always wanted to drive home is to be very persistent. A lot of people will look down on you or judge you for just working hard and trying to pursue what you want to do. I know that a lot of people may have judged me for starting goals or they might have thought that I was just doing too much like as a high schooler. But the important part was just to be really persistent. And if you want something, you just work as hard as you can to get it and it will work out because I know that a lot of people have judged me and that I've also struggled a lot in my 
pursuits in starting this initiative and also in many other initiatives that I've been interested in and just a lot of things in general that I have wanted to pursue, but I have remained persistent and stayed consistent and I have been able to succeed and I have a lot of empowerment from all those around me, but through the judgment, I want you all to stay persistent. That is the perfect way to close out our episode. So thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us. It was such a pleasure to have you on with us today. So I would like everyone who is listening to this right now to go and follow Goals Inc. The work that they are doing is absolutely incredible and one of a kind, and it is so important for our modern society. So also make sure to follow Gen Z Matters on Instagram and go to our link tree in our Instagram and also follow our Spotify, our RSS, and our YouTube. So thank you once again for Michelle. Thank you listeners. And we are signing out. Bye. Bye.